0: Not a matter of if, but when, a crisis could rock your world. I'm Rashini Rajkumar, crisis strategist, licensed attorney, and host of The Crisis Files. In each case file, we explore a real-world crisis or a universal issue that is getting out of hand. My Crisis Squad and I are here to find solutions. We also chat with subject matter experts for their unique insight. Have you ever caught yourself putting things off until tomorrow or next week or next year? Amy Olson has heard your story. She's founder of Life Done Simply. As a productivity coach, she helps people get over harmful habits. She's here for the case file I call, I'll do it later. You hear the term procrastination. I'll confess right here, it is my own biggest issue. Amy why don't people simply
1: do it now? <laughs> yes, we all struggle with procrastination. And I'm just going to start out by saying it is not laziness, right? That I is loved it. you. Like, <laughs> Thank you for validating. I'm not a lazy person. It is the biggest misconception about procrastination that it's laziness. But there are several really key reasons that people procrastinate and they're messy and there's a lot of detail to it. It can be a lot of interconnecting parts. But I think what's important about taking the stigma away from procrastination is helping people understand their own tendencies, because when we procrastinate and then there's shame around that, we tend to procrastinate more. A vicious circle. It is a vicious, vicious cycle. So I always tell clients or anybody who says, oh, I've been so terrible about procrastinating. It's not laziness.
0: So you talk about lack of clarity as one of the big reasons behind procrastination.
1: What do you mean by that? So the number one reason I see in clients and then even sometimes in myself is lack of clarity of the details. If it's a project or a task, even it could be something as simple as just doing something for the family, it's not fully understanding the scope of work, whatever that means. When we don't understand the scope of work, we will ruminate. We will come up with, well, what it could be. And I say in this world, there are so many endless possibilities. There are so many choices that it just makes it harder to get clear on that. What I saw in a lot of people when we went to remote work is there was this concept of open-door policies in corporate, right? If you have a question, we're working on a project, come on in and get clear. I don't think that that policy really works with remote work. What I'm noticing is people are a bit fearful of getting the additional clarity. They should have already known what that is. I just think those open-door policies, though they might feel open, they're not accessible. Right? Right. So sometimes people are almost afraid to ask the question
0: to get the thing done now, and then they keep on putting off asking and clarifying and discerning, and then here we've got weeks have passed
1: doesn't have to be a big project in a corporate environment. It can just even be simply not really understanding what your spouse really wanted, you know, with that home improvement project or the meal planning. All right. Very obvious
0: to see things, but everything could fall victim to this procrastination.
1: Connecting with the why is one of your recommendations to us. Yes. So I love Gretchen Rubin's book, The Four Tendencies, because I think she brought To the forefront, an idea that we all knew we were struggling with. There are natural questioners in the world who need to be connected with the why. They have to understand it in their own way in order to be motivated and focused on the project at hand. I know I've had that issue. I've worked with people very closely that are questioners. And you might know what the task or the project means to you, right? You might have an overall vision, but someone who's a questioner needs to understand it in their own way. And so if they don't, they kind of check out. It's not important. It doesn't matter that it's important to you or important to someone else. And it's not a disregard. It's not a disrespect. It's just they haven't been able to make that connection themselves. I think that's a big component of connecting with the why. but there's also burnout. I know on this podcast, you've had an expert on about burnout. But there's just that mental checking out when you've got so much personal or professional stress in your life and you just haven't had a break. It's hard to connect with the why and remember why you wanted to do something to begin with. So some real wellness issues are going
0: down here. One of the things I work on with my clients is audience analysis. So we really need to understand our audience in order to then communicate with them, influence them, whatever it is. So when you're talking about connecting with the why, maybe a tip to leaders out there with their teams or even just families with their kids, whatever, is to really understand who each individual worker or family member is so we can customize how we communicate with them or with each other to help them see the why for themselves.
1: Yes, and I think this is where neurodiversity comes into play. I work with a lot of people who have some neurodiversity. And I don't think that the structures in our world, whether it be our professional world, our business world, really is starting to take that into account. But those who have different learning styles need to be connected, just like you said, in a different way. They need to understand how their unique perspective and what they can bring can help. I have this great example of There's a creative entrepreneur who's building this business, and part of that business, she has an engineer, and this mechanical engineer is a numbers and a fact and data point person. She has some neurodiversity. She's creative. She's got a lot of initiative. But when they're communicating together, and he's saying, there's this important thing I need to get done, but he's communicating in that style that's good for him, right? Now, she's totally disconnected with his why.
0: Well, interesting that you bring up the neurodiversity, and I've done some looking into this topic. Someone very close to me is on the spectrum. And what I have learned is that for a lot of people who are autistic, a task is what they're focused on, not the timeline. And so if you're someone who timelines, schedules are so paramount, and I will say that's me, I'm kind of more of that sequential person. And, okay, what's my deadline? I'm an ex-TV reporter. What's my deadline? In order to communicate with someone who maybe is more focused on the task and sometimes even the big picture or the creative project right at hand, it it may have nothing to do with timeline. And so you're going to clash. We also see introvert-extrovert challenges, right? Mm -hmm. So really understanding who you are, first of all. Right. And then can we learn how to communicate that with others? And if you are a leader or a coworker, try to be out there trying to understand. Who you work with yes and who works yes. for you or with you all right wow really great stuff we're getting into some zones i didn't even think we'd get to with procrastination i mean truth be told i was just hoping you could really help me with my procrastination <laughs> issue so this is a very self-serving case file i just hope everyone listening is getting something out of it which i'm sure they are all right something many people can relate to the perfection problem
1: amy help us define done Well, I think this is kind of a problem across entire world is, have you ever heard someone say, do it right or don't do it at all? I have heard that. That gets us in that mindset that we're just set up to fail. It's that fear of failure. And so in terms of defining done, we don't know what that looks like because it could be anything. So then we start to endlessly tinker with whatever little task it is. And again, it could be as simple as what to make tonight for dinner. And then we procrastinate on that and then we end up getting takeout, (laughs) which is, you know, something that I struggle with a little bit. Or it could be a really large project, which now the scope of the project has become bloated. People involved just don't know when to stop. And so I say how it's important to define done is understanding what does it look like feel like, sound like, thinking about that neurodiversity, thinking about different learning styles, not just having a simple definition, but really getting people to understand holistically what that's going to be. I would just say really creating a culture for yourself at home or in your professional life where failure is okay. I love that you say that. We really learn from that. I like to say there are no failures. There are wins and learnings. And I think it can be difficult to make a decision knowing like, oh, this could be the wrong decision, but everything is about awareness in procrastination, even understanding your tendencies, right? So you and I are about talking about our own procrastination tendencies, but just in talking about that and being honest about it and removing the stigma, the next time that tendency crops up, we're more likely to be able to go, okay, I have a strategy for that, right? I like that you mentioned tendencies.
0: There's also this concept and one of the causes for procrastination, distraction. Are there some common distractions out there or are
1: distractions pretty personalized? I think we just have common distractions. I think it's email, IMs, impromptu meetings. It can even be what I call a wild card, which is the sick kid caring for a sick relative. But distractions are the least of our concerns. It's an epidemic that we're all dealing with globally. I do not believe that distractions are causing procrastination. I think we reach to distractions when we lack the clarity. We aren't connected with the why. We're trying to be too perfect. We're focused on that perfectionism. The distractions are just something that we can reach to. It's a vice. That's an amazing aha moment that helps me
0: now that I'm I'm going to ruminate on that thought, but not for too long. But I do think that could help a lot of people understand if you're leaning toward grabbing the phone to scroll through Instagram, for a moment, stop, take a
1: breather, and really ask yourself, should I work on this right now? The question I have most people ask is, what do I need to be clear on? What am I questioning? That lack of clarity is the number one reason people procrastinate, because it can be something small, it can be something big. But it's the, I don't want to pick up the phone and make the phone call. You know, there's some fear around it. There's a stigma. It is a vicious cycle, but get clear. Get clear. There's something you need to be clear on. Love it. Oh, so many good things.
0: Hopefully, uh, by the next time you join us, I can give you some procrastination wins in my life. Thanks to Amy Olson, founder of Life Done Simply. Reach out to Amy directly at lifedonesimply.com. Today's crisis brief is dedicated to procrastinators everywhere. Number one, is your procrastination turning toward the danger zone? Stop and ask yourself what's behind the slowdown. What exactly do I need to be clear about? Number two, banish toxic perfectionism. Understand when things don't go according to plan, you learn, give yourself permission to fail. Number three, Perhaps your brain doesn't work in the same way as your coworker. Employers can empower their people by looking into and being open to the neurodiversity among their employees. Thank you to our podcast producer, Kim Insley and audio engineer, Tom Hamilton. Catch up on all case files at thecrisisfiles.com. You'll find the show archive and special videos. Subscribe to our YouTube page on thecrisisfiles.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at the Crisis Files. We do not provide legal, financial, medical, or PR advice for particular situations, but strongly recommend you seek out professionals to help with your specific need. I'm Rashini Rajkumar. Join me next time on the Crisis Files.